Hey everybody, welcome to the Mary and Tom Show. I'm Tom. I'm Mary. This is our show. Hooray! We just announced a new game that we're adding to our catalog. It's by a designer named Robert Daleski. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Robert, let me know if I'm not. It's called Wars of Marcus Aurelius. It's a solitaire game about the campaigns of uh, Marcus Aurelius and the Marcomannic Wars. We're pretty picky when it comes to solitaire games because there are a lot of solitaire games out there where the only real strategy is in order to get better at the game, you have to roll better. And this is not one of those. This is a game where you have a lot of decisions to make. You have very limited resources with which to make those decisions. It's a card-driven game, and you're playing cards to place forts and uh, make attacks and... uh, for the events, you know, you'll want to change stuff. So I'm going to do this to prep for this card play. And I'm going to use this card play to enhance that. And, oh, I'm out of cards. I want to do these three things. I only got one thing done. I need to do all three of these things. What am I going to do? So you have that kind of agonizing decision space, which uh, is so crucial to making a really compelling solitaire game. So I really like it. And uh, we're looking forward to that coming out probably in early 2018. It's always nice when we can say yes to a designer. We hate it when we have to say no or turn a game down. Um, we're always looking at the games uh, for a reason to say yes. There are some publishers I know who will look at a game for a reason to say no. The first thing that comes across where they can say no, they'll say no. We're not like that. We want to look at, you know, what is the thing that lets us say yes? What is the thing that stands out that makes the game something idiosyncratic, uh, personal, uh, exciting. And then obviously we have to play the game and make sure that it, it bears out because if you play the game and it's not that exciting, then you know, it doesn't doesn't work. There was a game that we were looking at a long time ago where it sounded really interesting. The, the concept sounded really compelling because there was no uh, maneuver element. And I love maneuver, but for some reason I'm a sucker for games that don't have a maneuver element and it just didn't work. Like, we actually got on a table, we are really excited, and then it just plain didn't work. And so we had to say no, and that was... Yeah, but you kept trying to make it work. Yes, because I was like, this is a great concept. Maybe if, I, if we help along a little bit, this will really work. And it, it just... I couldn't think of a way to make it work, unfortunately. Yeah. But we told them then, and we, we explained that we liked the concept, and we explained what wasn't working, and they seemed really appreciative of it. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Well, the one brother I was talking to. Yeah, you, you never know how someone's going to react to that. Because some people, when, when you tell them that you're not a big fan of their game, uh, they tend to take it pretty pretty hard. And maybe not be super receptive to it. There was, <laughs> there was a guy... I hope he's not listening to this. Uh, there was a guy who submitted a game that had 13,000 cards. I had 1,300. 1,300. There's still a lot of cards. <laughs> 1,300 is still too many cards for, like, a one-hour combat game. And he he was not receptive <laughs> to hearing that. But oh, I think he, he said he could get it down to, like, 800 cards. But that's, that's still an awful lot of cards. Yeah. I mean, that's still... I think that's more cards than are in Dominion. Yeah, because like a base set of Dominion has like I don't know, 250 cards, something like that. Maybe uh, maybe 300 tops. So this like Dominion plus expansions. Well, it was his game. It was his game. Yeah. You know, I, I wish him luck we with just it. We couldn't. We couldn't work with that many cards. Yeah, and I, I. Yeah, 
I think we were dealing with a, a, a limit, too. Well, yeah, I mean... Because we don't really have a limit, but previously... Yeah. We were dealing with it. We were working with the other company, yeah. But even, you know, I'll say even for us, we're not going to publish a game with 800 cards. That, that's that's not on the table. Yeah. Well, I, that's how I think he could get it down to 800. I may be wrong. Maybe the... <laughs> That's still, you know, it was still going to be 13. That's still a lot of cards. Know. Like, if I have more than like 50 cards I'm trying to shuffle, I need to shuffle like two halves of the deck separately and then try to put them together. 800 cards. Um, <laughs> you really look like you're juggling no, that. You've shuffled 50 some cards before. I said more than 50 would be the problem. 50 is like a standard deck of cards. That fits fine. 110 cards, though? Yes, more than 50. You have done that before. 54, maybe. 60. You know what I mean. I'm just saying, once you get to 54, you pretty much got a full deck of cards. You can go a little bit more than that, but... 800... My hands won't come together. I mean, they're just... Because I don't do it's the... that big. I don't do the... <laughs> Tom has now got his, his hands a good two and a half feet apart. Well, I, I, I can't do a ripple shuffle. I can only do the... Um, yeah, no. Uh, what's that called? The alternative shuffle? Sounds like an eighties band. I, I can only do like the uh you know, the yeah. Um this is not a visual medium, so I can't show you guys if I shuffle. But he's really using his hands here. <laughs> but um you couldn't do that with a stack of eight hundred cards, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, you, know, you can't really can't, can't really do the riffle with that either. Yeah. I'd try. Yeah. Yeah, they'd be all over the place, but I, I would try. Yeah. So it's a, it's a new expansion of the game, 52 pickup, 800 pickup. That's that's what that is. So coming back to Marcus Aurelius, when we announced the game, we wanted to put uh, an image out there. So I got a cover together, and it was gonna be like a, a rough draft cover, but it seemed people really responded to that cover really well. It's a very striking cover. Yeah. Thanks. It's it's probably one of the better ones I've done, I think. Yep. Yeah. I would say so. Yeah. It's better than that 17 Pines cover, which you guys are never going to see. So, oh. Uh, yeah, that's a very interesting cover. So, my, my early attempt to do a cover for Seven Pines, uh, Seven Pines game, I, I was like, I'm going to do something kind of Saul Bassy and uh, very uh, minimalist and iconic. And I'm going to do it very literally. I'm going to have like seven little pine trees on this box. And, uh... It kind of looked like a, a kid had cut um, trees out of construction paper. It, yeah. It was very cute. <laughs> it was very cute if you're like... If I was 30 five, years six, younger. Seven yeah. Years old, yeah. So I was like, okay, this this doesn't work. She thought it was a joke. I remember showing it to you, and you're like, you're, you're kidding, right? Is it a joke? I'm like, no, I'm really trying... Never mind. I'm going to... Okay, I'll do something else. And I did, and the thing we have now works. Works well, I think. Sometimes when you try to do things with graphic design, it works, and sometimes it doesn't. On that note, we've gotten a lot of feedback about the map sheets, or display sheets, whatever you want to call them, for our game Optimates at Popularis. Very recently on Twitter, we got some feedback for it. Um, we got some feedback when the game came out, but... Recently on Twitter, we had uh, some people uh, let us know that they didn't really care for it. Um, someone said that they thought it was a test for colorblindness. 
Uh, someone else said they weren't sure what they were looking at. So here's the thing with that one. I'm going to take responsibility for those, those map sheets. You know, it doesn't have a map in a traditional sense. Maps in a traditional sense, whether you have a hex grid or point-to-point -point or whatever, they're kind of easy to make pretty. And it's harder when you basically just have boxes and tracks to put stuff on. And to liven that up, I thought, well, it'd be cool if we had a mosaic effect to kind of emulate uh, Roman art. So we asked the artist, Jose, to do a mosaic effect. And we thought he did that really well and delivered on that really well. It did what we asked him to do. I really like those sheets. I think Mary likes them too. We are probably the only people on Earth who like them. And, uh... You don't think Jose likes them? He may not. He may not <laughs> like them. He just did what we told him to. You know, it's, it's tricky, though. You know, we had we had the same kind of thing with Forex in that I, I gave Cole the, the prototype thing, which was really hideous looking, and just said, you know, find a way to make this visually appealing. And he did. He really did. And we think Jose did that as well, but, you know, other people don't necessarily agree with that. And, you know, it, it comes to a point where if you have 20 different opinions on something and 19 of them are, this is awful, Maybe that one out of 20 is, is not necessarily right. We're going to look at doing uh, new sheets for that at some point, hopefully some point soon, just you know when our schedule allows. Because we don't want it to be a barrier for people. And we do take the feedback from people seriously, and we try to implement it uh, as we're able to. Uh, so I really appreciate everyone who uh, voiced their opinion, some more colorfully than others. Um... Now, there were a couple guys, this wasn't on Twitter, this was on BoardGameGeek, there were a couple guys who got kind of nasty about it, um, kind of insulting, and, I mean, you're entitled to your opinion, guys, but, you know, you're talking about something that a person did. You can find a way to express it without being nasty to the person, because I, I still think Jose did a great job with that, with what we gave him to do. So, you know, I concur. I, I don't understand the need to be nasty. Um, he did what we asked. Yeah. We approved it. Yeah. So ultimately, the responsibility lies with us, and he's still one of our favorite artists to work with. Uh, we want to remind everyone that uh, Seven Pines or Fair Oaks, the first of the Shot and Shell Battle series, will be out on August 1st. And we have, I want to say, five short videos about that that are on Facebook and YouTube. It should be on VGG soon. If you want to find out more about the game, you can uh, watch those. There's also the rulebook online. And that's everything for today. So we'll talk to you guys later. Bye.